If you've been following me lately, you know that I have been spending a lot of time talking about online business and creating more passive income. And so today, my guest is going to really help us to better understand why it's so much more important to understand your target market online versus what it is that you're actually selling. Because, you know, you really have to understand who you're targeting and understand who your customer is. And it really doesn't matter as much what you're selling if you know who you're selling to. And so this is going to be a great episode. Sit back, relax, get some pencils, pens, and paper out because this is going to be jam-packed with great information. Let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Maximize Your Brand podcast. I am Marquis Braden, your podcast host, and always excited that you join me each and every week for the Maximize Your Brand podcast. Hope you've had a great week. It's been a couple of weeks since we've had an episode. I took a little break here, but we are back and ready to continue to bring you some valuable content that would help you to leverage your expertise online and and to build a profitable personal brand so that you can live the life that you crave. I have a great guest today who is someone that I think will really help us to better understand online sales and who can, you know, give us some advice for those of us who are very interested in learning how to create more passive income for ourselves and in our businesses. My guest today is Mr. Kyle Stout. Kyle is the founder of Elevate and Scale, a leading email marketing agency that helps direct-to-consumer brands unlock hidden revenue and put their sales on autopilot while spending $0 in extra ad spend. Kyle is an expert on using email marketing to maximize revenue, leveraging AI. That's a big topic today to scale content production and all things retention marketing. Kyle is a husband and proud girl dad. He can be found educating his audience on marketing strategies on his ever-evolving YouTube channel. So you want to go check him out and we'll find out more information about Kyle. And so without any prolonged introduction, we're going to go ahead and bring Kyle to the stage. All What's right. Thanks for time? having me. Doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you for joining me for the Maximize Your Brand podcast. Well, I'd like to give everyone an opportunity to introduce themselves, even though I do give a brief uh, introduction, but it's nothing like hearing from the person themselves about who they are. And so share a little bit more about how you show up in the world. 
Okay, yeah. So um, I'm the founder of Elevate and Scale, an email marketing agency. But how I got there was I started out as a freelance copywriter. So I know a lot of people listening to this are, are probably looking to get started uh, you know, generating revenue online in some way. And so I, I started out just selling a skill that's, that's widely available. I had no, no connections, no prior experience or anything. Um, and I took that and everything that I learned from doing copywriting over time, I, which that led me to starting a marketing agency, mainly because I was just having a lot of success doing copywriting specifically with email marketing. And along the way, I tried some different businesses that some worked, some didn't. And, um, so there's a, a lot of things that I learned and, um, and throughout that process that, that led me to where I am now. Nice. Nice. Online sales, break that down uh, for us a little bit. What does it mean to have an online based business and to really get into this space of online sales? Well, so in traditional business, you're used to generating sales from a lot of times just your local market, mm -hmm. or you might be dealing with regions or something like that. But the beautiful thing about online is that you can collaborate with people anywhere in the world. So you yeah. can have clients or customers from anywhere in the world. Um, you can put out marketing that reaches a, a mass audience at for, you know, relatively cheap and, and, and lower effort than you ever could have in the past. And you also just have a lot more freedom. So you can work from a home office, you can rent an office and and build out a team there. And there's just a lot more flexibility and you have a lot more reach. And those are some of the things that made it really appealing to me. Right, right. And so the topic that I chose for us to talk about is the topic of focusing on who you're selling to more than what you're selling, you say is the key to online sales. So why is it so important to focus on the target market and who you're talking to versus your product or service? The main reason is that people care more about themselves than they do about your business. Mm -hmm. So when you are getting started with your business, the one of the challenges for new business owners is just coming up with all of your, your branding and the copy that's going to be on your website. Just thinking about, okay, how am I going to present my offering? And of course you want to stand out from your competition and unless you've just invented something new, you likely are going into a market with a lot of established players. Right. And so we, we get caught up in this whole exercise of like, oh, how do we talk about our products in a different way? And what I have found to be way more effective is to, instead of spending so much of your time and energy focused on your products or your services themselves, of course you do want to describe them and you know let people know what they're getting, is to focus more on the specific types of customers you're targeting mm -hmm. and what your offering can do for them. That's good. That's good. And so how do we kind of dig deep into the weeds of identifying our target customer? You know, what type of information do we need in order to really identify who they are? So there's different terms for this. You can call it um, you know, developing a buyer persona or a customer mm -hmm. avatar, but that's the first place you would want to start. So this is just your one of the foundational marketing exercises. Um, and this is something I used to, I really learned this just from doing copywriting because I noticed that the more effort, the more research I would spend up front, really figuring out who the target customer was, the better the copy was. So mm. of course you would start with basic demographics, so, you know, just like the age, 
gender, location, income level, you know, just basic general things for who you're targeting. But you really want to go beyond that and get into the psychographics. This is really where you're going to make the biggest difference. So understanding people's pain points, their aspirations, their goals, their fears, the lifestyle that they're trying to live, maybe the lifestyle that they're living now versus the one they'd like to live once they've bought your products or services. And you really want to start to build out a story about kind of, you know, where they're starting now, what what it would look like if they continue to go without your offer, but also what their life could look like if they did buy your product or service and what that happy outcome or also what kind of pitfalls they would be avoiding by taking advantage of what you're selling. Right, right. You know, because I have over the years just had really different target audiences or really been playing around with, okay, who is my ideal person? And I've always been taught that you you typically start with the one person and you get very crystal clear on who that one person is, quote unquote, on the other side of your monitor. And then you go find those individuals and other uh, people. But it can be a daunting task to really understand who that person is and what their psychographics are and what their demographics are. You know, is there a easy way to to get to this or how do we really hone in on that? Do we need to interview people? Do we need to, you know, I don't know. What is it that we need to do and really to really identify that one person that is our buyer? Yeah. So, and, and then the other thing is, is that you don't want to get stuck thinking there has to be only one specific person. So you can kind of think of as, of as broad categories before you drill down to one specific person, but nothing is better than talking to the people in your target market because you're going to hear them describe it in their words. Um, sometimes though, you maybe you're starting something where you just don't have access to those people. So what I would recommend is going, going where they are going online. So it could be as simple as, okay, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. Let's say I'm trying to solve this problem. What Google searches would I, would I initially do? What searches would I do on social media and start to dig into forums and Reddit threads and look at what products are coming up and go read all the product reviews on Amazon and find out specifically what people love about those products, what people don't like about those products. Um, and then same thing with like Facebook groups, anywhere where you can get into the communities where people who really care about that thing are talking. Now you can start to hear in their own words what they really care about, what they don't care about. But you can start to also notice there's just different types of buyers. So for example, <clears throat> if you were going to be doing coaching, some sort of fitness coaching, you know, obviously everyone wants to be healthier, stronger. They want to be in better shape. Those are very broad level things, but there are very different types of buyers in the fitness world because you have a huge category of people who their main thing they care about is losing weight and so mm -hmm. everything they view everything through the lens of they just want to get thinner uh maybe they you know for guys like they want to have abs you know they want to they just want to be uh more defined you know whatever it is but they're not worried about anything they're usually not as worried about building muscle and strength as much as they are around fat loss Whereas there's also another huge category of, of people who like, they don't care about having a little extra fat because their number one thing they care about is they just want to get as big and strong as possible. Mm -hmm. And so by sticking to, by going with one of those more broad categories within that huge category of fitness, 
Now you immediately stand out to people where that goal and that concern is the most important thing to them. And it allows you to now tighten the focus of your content and of your sales copy and all of that around those specific people. So you become more of an obvious solution to those people because you're speaking specifically about the things they care about. Yeah, yeah. Now, I like the idea of going where your audience is hanging out. And you mentioned some spaces and resources. Um, could you identify some of the top spaces and resources again as far as for us to be able to do research? I know you mentioned Reddit. Are there others similar to Reddit that you think that people should go to in order to find out where their people are? Yeah, so searching for Facebook groups, so just searching for, um, you know, searching by the the keywords or just whatever, you know, target phrases, uh, Facebook groups, um, let's see here, honestly, social media. So every, so TikTok, Twitter, they have different sub communities where it's not like a Reddit thread or a Reddit uh, community where it's got a label and it's, you, you know you're in it right now. Right. They're kind of like everyone, people who are in those communities reference it but it's not an official there's only one link to go here so you can't just search a phrase and get to it and that's where you have to really start following people and start tracking the conversations okay um but so so social media and then another thing right now is you can just go to chat gpt and tell them about the the target audience you are um, trying to research and ask them what media do they, do they consume what websites do they visit things like that so it will start telling you all the websites they go to the blogs, the forums, uh, the magazines they read, the shows they watch, all of that. And then now you can start to go dive into those things and then start to learn a lot more about those people. The infamous chat GPT AI has just come in like a storm, hasn't it, to really uh, disrupt the, the market. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about that um, later on in the show. And so identifying who our target market is, going where they are congregating, learning who they are, what their differences are, what things that they like, what they don't like, uh, helps you to really start to uh, understand stand them. So should we be doing that first before creating a product or should we have the product and then doing the research or is there a right or wrong way? So... I really think it's better to really know who you're targeting before you, you go create the product because yes. you can use that information you learn to, for one, it might actually direct you in a different direction for how you create that product. So if you're creating a physical product, there's just a lot of money invested and time invested in that whole process. So now you're building for those people. For a service, it's, it can be a little easier to craft your service around those people, it's easier to make changes as you go. So you might just, you might, you know, you might have a service based on a skill you already have, and you've kind of got like a basic service that you start with, and then you would craft that offer over time as you get feedback from people. But for, if you're doing anything that's gonna have a lot of time and money invested up front, then it's way more worthwhile to go research those people and again, especially if you if it's a product because you can go find these product reviews on Amazon right. and make sure that your product has the exact features that they like and you don't have the things they don't like. So now you can highlight that in all of your marketing. And it's almost like you're reading their minds because you bring these things up without them having to say it because you've done that research. And it's, you know, the, 
it's a great feeling whenever you land on a website or you find a product where it feels like it was made just for you. Yeah, yeah. And so when you say online sales, is that a physical product that we're selling? Is that a service? You know, what encompasses online sales? I say just when the transaction is done online, so you can sell anything. It can be it can be services, it can be products. I would say that if you have no idea where to start, there it's usually easier to monetize a skill. There's usually a lot less startup costs to do that. So whatever you're doing for nine to five, if if you have a skill that's already valuable, so your employer is paying you for that thing then again, you don't have to do the thing where you teach people how to do it. It could be that you now go, not necessarily compete directly against the company you're working for, but you basically offer that service in the market as a freelancer, as a consultant, as a coach. And that's a way to build on something you already have to immediately now create a new income stream for yourself. And that's just as simple as uh, you know, putting up a website where you can get those transactions, but then also putting out content to then let people know the, about the service you have for sale and, you know, putting out content that's going to target those people with a product, there was more work up front to create the product, um, and to be able to fulfill the orders through Shopify or whatever software you're using. Now, I'm glad you mentioned website. And since we're talking about online sales, do you still need a website today in order to have a successful business, especially when you have all of these various apps and things that people are using to be able to collect payment and, and put their products and services on? Yeah, it's a good question. Cause it's really, it's not a requirement anymore. Um, especially with services, it's, it's not a requirement. In fact, with services, people won't really probably use your site a whole lot besides maybe the very first time they go and they're checking you out right. uh, with products though. I will say that there's more, there's definitely more of an expectation from the customer for you to have, uh, a website, especially because you need to have somewhere where you can fulfill the order. And there are some really simple and cheap solutions for selling products, or you could go use a marketplace. So you could go sell your products on Amazon or eBay or Etsy or something like that. That's mm -hmm. another place. That's a way you can start without a website. Uh, with services though, you would want to have, you know, just at least like a one pager, a one page landing page. There's a lot of software out there to where you can just get that going really quickly. So you don't, you don't have to put as much emphasis on having this huge, robust website up front. It's really actually not required okay. because if no one goes there, what's the point of it? And to get people there, you're going to have to put out content or run ads. And that's where you're putting a lot of your time and money up front. So you just need the, the website is just the function of fulfilling the sell, but mm -hmm a lot of the marketing now is happening on social media and on podcasts and wherever you're putting out content. Yeah. That's so good. So good. So before we take a quick break, I want to know when, when we talk about online sales and the ability to be able to target our right customer, you know, how do we go from, you know, speaking to them on social media to getting them to our website page or to that landing page where they can purchase what it is that we have to offer. Okay, so this is where you've got to have content that's designed. Like you, you can't be afraid to sell what you're selling. So there's a lot of talk about how 
You just need to constantly put out value content um, and just nurture, nurture, nurture. And a, a lot of people get this message and they think that, that I mean, they start to get kind of afraid to ask for the sale, but you got to remember if you believe in what you're selling and if, if this thing is actually providing value to people, you, they're not getting the full value from what you're doing if they don't buy that thing. So you can't be afraid to let them know how and where to buy. So um, it could be where you just have a, a short call to action at the end of your content. So at the end of your TikTok, at the end of your reel or whatever, you have a call to action for them to go to that landing page or, or wherever or click the link in your bio to go get the thing. But then also you, you want to have content you put out that's specifically dedicated to selling them on the product or service that you're selling. So you, you can't be afraid to have pieces of content that go out where it is just strictly sales. It doesn't mean you be you spam people constantly and it doesn't mean you have to uh, you know be overly salesy, but you want to talk about that it's the fact that it's available, but also talk about what it's going to do for them. And honest, it's it's funny because because a lot of people they they get kind of like they get kind of nervous about doing that content. A lot of times, those, those things are more engaging to people because people are ready to spend money to get a solution. If if the pain you're solving is valuable enough, or if it's a big enough pain point for them, they're looking to spend money to get that solution. So um, we all shop online, you know, and and especially if you're selling products, people love to buy products. So I always tell people, don't be afraid of selling because I, I find that that uh, they start to, they think that they need to reach a certain threshold before they're allowed to sell. They think they need to have put out, you know, so much value. But the thing is, is that you don't have to wait. You don't need a huge audience to start monetizing that audience. You just need an engaged audience, which goes back to, if you're talking about the things they really care about, if you have a hundred people in your audience that are highly engaged and they're really interested in what you're saying, that's more valuable than 10,000 people who just don't really care. So good. So good. Well, we're going to take a quick uh, commercial break and come back and speak with Kyle. But, you know, you want to be thinking about who is your target audience? You want to be thinking about where do they reside or where do you, where can we find them online so that we can learn more about them. And then you want to be thinking about once I know where they are, how do I get them to my product or service? So we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Hey, just popping in real quick to say two things. Thank you for listening to the Maximize Your Brand podcast each and every week. And number two, I want to let you know that I am offering a brand new program called Laser Coaching with Markeith Braden. I know you have dreams. I know you have aspirations and things that you want to do. And sometimes you just need a little bit of accountability to get you moving in the direction that you desire to go in. I can remember back in 2014 when I first got laid off my job. I had a decision to make. Was I going to pursue my dream or was I going to go back to the nine to five rat race that I just did not enjoy? And the only thing that really helped me to make that decision was that I invested in myself and got coaching. And that coaching was tremendous in my making the decision to keep going and pursuing my entrepreneurial dream of becoming a professional speaker 
and a digital personal brand coach. And today I want to make that same offered opportunity to you that if you're ready to move to your next level, if you're ready to learn how to leverage your personal brand for a business, then this opportunity is great for you. Laser Coaching with Marquise Braden. It's a three-month time frame where you get up to 15 to 30 minutes unlimited laser coaching. But there is one caveat. You have to make sure that you finish the homework from each coaching session before you schedule a new one. And once again, it is for a 90-day time frame and it's unlimited coaching, 15 to 30 minutes. You can schedule as many as you want as long as you do your homework in between the sessions before you schedule your next session. So if you are interested in laser coaching and this offer, I want you to go to markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. That's markeithbrayton.com forward slash laser coaching. And let's move you in the direction that you want to move in because sometimes you just need a little bit of accountability to help you along the way. I look forward to seeing you signing up for Laser Coaching with Marquis Braden. All right, welcome back. We are speaking with Kyle Stout, and we're talking about focusing on who you're selling to more than what you're selling being the key to sales. One of the things I want to talk about in, in this segment are the types of sales outside of having a physical product or having a service that you offer. We also have this um, process called, or not a process, but this opportunity called affiliate marketing. And that could be considered online sales too. Can you talk to the audience a little bit about affiliate marketing and, and how that works and getting people to buy things that they may recommend and how that helps to create income? Yeah, I mean, affiliate marketing is awesome. So affiliate marketing is really where you don't have to create the product yourself or create the service or anything. You basically recommend someone else to go buy that product or service and you get a cut of the sales. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've seen this work. I've done this in the past. Um, a lot of my clients now, they have affiliate programs for their businesses. It can be it can be great for both parties because it's really great for the business who is offering this program right. because they're getting a bunch of new sales that they didn't have to go spend the money to acquire those new customers. And they're getting this customer. And so let's just say you refer them a customer. They might get you know many repeat purchases over time from that customer. So it's worthwhile for them to pay you. You're, it's almost like you're a salesperson you know, for their mm -hmm. company. And then for the pe the person doing the affiliate marketing, it's a great deal because you don't have all of the investment and all of the time and energy tied up into actually building those things. Also, it allows you to maybe test different types of you know markets that you would want to be in. So you can start by just promoting things that you already use and things that you already like, things that have added value to your life. And those are it's easier for you to get started because you don't have to really you know, we're talking about like thinking through how to target the right customer and everything. Well, you are that target customer. So now you know all the problems and the the things that, that have benefited you from using this particular product or service. 
and you can talk specifically about those things and sharing your story is a lot more compelling than the typical ad or, you know, sales right. page that people are going to see. So you're, you actually are doing more effective marketing and you're able to start generating revenue, uh, just by, again, talking about something you already like. Yeah. I love affiliate marketing because of the fair reason of, I don't have to create the product. I don't have to create the service, but if I know that it's a product or service that works, then I can recommend it. I could blog about it. I could do short videos about it. I could have commercials about it and leading people to, to make that purchase. And then you're getting a percentage of that purchase and small percentages on, uh, a lot of things ultimately ends up being uh, a big payout at the end of the day when you're doing affiliate marketing. So I really love that. Mm -hmm. What other ways can you share that would be considered uh, online sales? So we have physical products that you could sell uh, personally. We have maybe selling your services online as a coach consultant. We have affiliate marketing. Are there any other ways that people may not be aware of that they could be building an online presence and online business. Yeah. So, um, there's, so there's coaching, which is really a service, but there's just right. different ways. There's coaching, consulting, all of that. Um, there are, uh, there's actually something you can do like creating a paid newsletter or mm. having a paid version of your online content. So a lot of YouTubers, podcasters are doing a, a version of this now where they put out the free podcast or the free video, whatever it is. And then they've got this separate community of paying subscribers who are getting the more premium content. content. And so that's a, so for someone who's already doing content online, that's an easy next step. And you can also do this with newsletters. There's a platform called Substack right now that's, that's really popular where you can offer paid newsletters. So if you have expertise in a particular subject matter, what you would do is you just, you know, you let people sign up to this newsletter. You would have free newsletters that go out and then you have premium newsletters. Those are usually the, you know, the little, the better stuff obviously is reserved for the premium newsletter. And again, this is something where the effort to, to write those emails or to create that video or podcast stays the same. But as your subscriber base goes up, your income goes up, but you're not having to put in extra effort extra for effort. those new people. Yeah. So um, there's that. And then also... There are, um, there are lots of businesses that are looking to hire. I mean, I know this is really more of selling a skill, but there's lots of businesses that honestly they just need help and they're, they want to hire contractor, uh, mm -hmm. people. And that's a great way to get your foot in the door. So if you want to get started with something online and you're not ready to go build your own business doing that, you can go, you know, there's a lot of resources where you can learn for free or for really cheap go work for another company. It can, it can be an online role and it could even be a part-time thing. So you might still have your, your normal nine to five and then you're doing yeah. this on the side and obviously you want to do a good job, but they're really paying you to learn this skill that you can then go turn into a business. Yeah. That's one of the things that I really picked up during the pandemic was the um, really selling my skills online to organizations. So I've been able to pivot my skill of podcasting and it being a video podcasting into helping organizations with live stream production. So 
We would do virtual events for their fundraisers, so on and so forth. And then recently, I was able to turn one of those clients into uh, email marketing and social media management client as well, which was an additional uh, couple of thousand dollars a month, uh, in addition to helping them with their virtual events. And so those are opportunities that really and truly, I mean, just think if you could find, you know, maybe five clients, five organizations to do their social media management or, or digital marketing pieces at 2000 2500 which really is on the low end, you know, that's a $10,000 a month business that you have just with five clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely recommend it, people, if they have any interest or skill like that, you just, you might not even realize how valuable it is in the marketplace. And like you said, you can, you can start charging two, 3000 a month right away because it, you know, it might seem easy to you, but right. for the people hiring you, that's not their area of skill or it's not their area of interest. And especially if you're targeting business business owners or they just don't have time to do that, mm-hmm. you are helping them out a lot. And it's a valuable, uh, It's and there's that really is kind of the starting point for most services now. So it's really not difficult to start building up, or I shouldn't say it's, it's not, it's not super easy, obviously yeah. it takes work, but um, you don't need a whole lot of clients to build up a good income. Yeah, and that's good. You know, and it's not just that, you know, they don't have time, but some they don't even want to take the time out to learn. They'd rather pay somebody. And then you also have uh, some of these smaller businesses and mom-and-pop stores and organizations that are being ran by baby boomers. And, and many baby boomers, you know, my mother's a baby boomer. You know, the technology, she's like, whatever, you know, I don't need to learn it. But they know that they need it in their business or need it uh, in their lives. And so they're willing to pay somebody to to learn it and, and, and implement it for them versus them taking the time out to do that. So definitely uh, a great way to generate revenue for yourself in this new uh, quote unquote gig economy, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Kyle, I want to thank you for for joining me and sharing some of your expertise around online business. Uh, before we leave, why don't you let the people know where we can learn more about you and find you online? Okay, yeah, you can find me online at Elevate and Scale at, on any of the social platforms or ElevateAndScale.com if you are looking to hire an email marketing agency. Um, otherwise, I would recommend following my or subscribing to my channel on YouTube. That's where I'm putting out my best content. So uh, all things email marketing, and I'm starting to focus a lot more now on really helping people use AI to make the process of not only creating your emails easier, but figuring out how to strategize, how to target the right people, how to get your messaging dialed in, all using AI to do a lot of the heavy lifting for you to where it's basically just doing some some little editing and, of course, piecing it together. And then it can be a very, very reliable and profitable sales channel for your business. That AI, I tell you, is a whole other rabbit hole. You know, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, we're almost at 40 minutes and I feel like there's so much more we could have covered. And if we if we did, we'd be here an hour, hour and a half, two hours talking about all the various ways. And so, yes, that is a, a new way to really help streamline your process, to help you with ideas, and to really help you to um, 
you know, save some time in your business. Embracing AI is an opportunity to help you, not an opportunity to take away, but to help you and your business, to help you and your organization, if you really know how to leverage it. And if you don't, then you can hire somebody like Kyle or myself to to help your organization and your business move forward. So Kyle, once again, thank you for joining me on the Maximize Your Brand podcast. I really appreciate you taking time to share your expertise. For those of you who are listening for the very first time, I want to invite you to subscribe to the Maximize Your Brand podcast. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcasting app, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. We're on all of the platforms. And so we invite you to subscribe. And when you subscribe, leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you thought about today's show. Each and every week we are sharing a brand new episode and I love to just bring you value around opportunities that can help you to change your life and to change your income in your life, whether that be as a full-time entrepreneur or you're running a side hustle. This is an opportunity for you to learn how to leverage your expertise and create a business, a profitable business that helps to change your life. Also, I have a free gift that I want to offer each and every person. If you're ready to shift your brand, I created a PDF that will help you go through the seven stages to shift your brand. It's a checklist. And these stages help you to really get clear on what it is that you want to do, get clear on who you are as a brand and get clear on your brand messaging so that you know that step-by-step process. So if you're interested in getting this free PDF, all you have to do is text MAXIMIZE to 1-877-640-5632. Once again, text MAXIMIZE to 1-877-640-5632. Well, until next time, I just want to thank you for listening and thank you for tuning in. And we hope that there was something valuable that was said that will help you to move the needle forward and take action, you know, because that's where success lies and lies in having clarity and taking action. So until next time, just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care.